2: Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, and I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment who's a bit sleepy today, Denise Salcedo. How's it going,
1: Denise? I I yawned about a hundred times on this episode. I felt so bad, but I just couldn't help it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta.
0: (laughs) It's all right, man.
2: It's, it's absolutely fine. I think mean, it's the worst as well because when you really need to get a yawn out and then you've got to suppress it Oh, Ah, yeah. uh, the amount of like, when I used to work in corporates, like corporate jobs, if you get into a really boring meeting and you're there for ages and you're like oh i'm really bored and then you start to feel a yawn coming on you're like oh no what if someone notices that i'm yawning so you try to find ways to distract yourself you're like oh i'm just going to take a sip of water instead and try <laughs> to hide it in there like, i'm mm, just like hide it in the cup you got
1: to go to the bathroom <laughs>
2: exactly i used to have a way like you know if you have like a notepad on your desk like on your nap, lap or something if you want it at a desk just like reaching underneath that and pinching your thigh That'd be the oh, way wow. to stop. Sort of like, that'd be the my that was my tactic to sort of stop myself from That's yawning or like a little, though. Yeah, well, you know, because it's just like that little shock to stop you from yawning or stop you from, you know, feeling tired or something like that. It worked. Oh actually.
1: man, okay, okay. I don't think I'll be trying that anytime soon. I'd rather just no, like yawn it out.
2: Yeah, just yawn it out. I'm not offended. You yawn it out, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is not towards you. You're not boring. This is oh, just me you. being too tired. <laughs>
2: Well, we need to get into the main show itself because we're talking about Raw after Mania and SmackDown after Mania, and is the fact that WWE is doing away with the Raw after Mania. Here is the show. Have WWE given up on the concept of Raw after Mania and are instead doing everything on the Smackdown after Mania? I am Luke Owen, D.A.D., and I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment, the queen of making you cry at vlogs, and the master of the low blow and eliminator of dickheads from battle royals denise Salcedo is on the show today how are you denise
1: luke i am extremely exhausted but i'm happy to be back (laughs) once again so i got up for the show right i was getting ready and i was like man i haven't heard from luke and i you usually send me the link to this pretty early and i'm looking and i'm like I haven't gotten a link for this show and I was thinking I'm gonna be super pissed if like I'm here getting my makeup done and we have no show today and I started thinking did Luke tell me anything was there anything that I did that I forgot about so when I saw your link I made sure to like give you a like so you knew that I was awake and that I was ready to go so I'm glad to be back once again
2: I was having a conversation with my wife uh, when I was having my lunch break today and she said are you doing the show with Denise today And I said oh yeah and she's like does Denise know? Because she wasn't there last week, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I think so. I, I haven't told her that <laughs> that we're not doing a show or anything, so I'm going to presume that she knows.
1: So we just we're just on a we're just on a assuming basis. We need we need more communication between the both <laughs> of us. Because one of these days, you're not going to show up, I'm not going to show up, and people are going to be like, "What's going on?"
2: The hell's the stream gone? Yeah, that's the sort of professional outfit that we're running here. And we're running it all of it on assumption. So thank you, Denise, yeah. for actually assuming that we were doing a show today. You were correct in your <laughs> assumption.
1: Yeah, I'm glad.
2: Uh, before we do crack into things, obviously, you had a very, very busy weekend last weekend with GCW, with Mission Pro, with Ring of Honor, with WrestleMania. How was your Dallas weekend?
1: Oh, it was so busy, but it was so, so good. Like it was one of those things where like for the first time, usually by a couple of days, I'm like, I'm ready to go home. You know, And this is the first time where I was like, I want to stay, you know, things are good here. I don't want to go home yet. Um, So I didn't want to go home yet, but either way, it was just like a really fun, you know, Every day, every hour was like something different and it was just go, 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 go. And that's the funny part though, is that I think I had like so much adrenaline for like everything I was, you know, doing like, you know, waking up at like 6 a.m. to get the day started at like 7, 8 a.m. And then I wasn't ending the day until like, God, like either were some nights where it was like one, there was some nights where it was three and there was some nights where it was like 5, 6 a.m. So it was just like one of those things where I had so much adrenaline for each single thing that I was doing. And now I'm home and it's like, it's all catching up to me. That's like, hi, Denise, remember us? Tiredness, sleepiness, we're here.
2: Dude, I have just been exhausted this week. I was supposed to, like, uh, I mean, some people have mentioned this in the chat. I was supposed to be off today. Were you really? Well, we made the decision late yesterday afternoon that I should probably take a day off because I haven't had a day off um, in like a couple of weeks or so. And I've sort of been like working every day. Right. So we're like, well, you should probably take a day off. And I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe I will take the day off. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, I haven't sort of any cover for me to take the day off. Like I haven't got anyone to cover any of the tasks I was going to do. I haven't got anyone to do this show. Uh, And I know like a mod mother would have been able to find a, a Super co host, but I ended up just spending my entire morning working anyway. I was like, eh, I may as well just stick around. I'll just do the show with Denise this afternoon. It'll be grand.
1: Well, at least now you know you have a day coming up where you can. Are you still going to get a day off? I, well, I am. Coming up? Well,
2: I've, I've got four days to take off because of uh, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, and I've actually got all of next week off. You're doing a show with Adam next week.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I was like, it sounds like you're good on your days off. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, I've got some coming up. I'm absolutely fine. Although I am a bit unwell. So if I'm apologies if you see me blowing my nose on this, I will mute my microphone, but I may have you may have to suffer the visual of me blowing my nose.
0: Yeah, the
1: allergies to the cold.
2: I I don't know what it is. It could be hay fever. It could be some allergies kicking in. It could be my body shutting down. I don't know what it is. Either way, uh I'm a I'm a snotty mess. My desk looks like I'm either very unwell or I've had the best day at work, like uh, working from home ever. So like it, you know, it could have gone either way,
1: really. Luke, that's it. You can't do WrestleMania week anymore. Your body just can't handle it.
2: (laughs) You're breaking down. I am too old for this now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, next year you're going to be like, nah, screw it. I'll talk about it at a normal human hour.
2: Exactly. As like, I'll quote Luke from this week's meeting. I'll organize my time off within the next two months. I will, oh, I will dear. have that time off. I will oh, arrange dear. it at some point.
1: But you know what, Luke? Don't you know what? Don't complain too much. Ain't nobody giving me oh. time off. None of my no, jobs. Complain? I'm an independent contractor. I don't get time off. I Did show I, up to man? work regardless. I like
2: working. I like this job. I
1: like. To, I like
0: Do chatting you with get you.
1: Days off where your employer <laughs> encourages it. He's like, Luke, well, yeah. you got to take a day off. You're working too hard. Not one person has told me that in the last three years. Not one person insurance. shows up. If I don't show up to work, I ain't getting paid.
2: I get my health insurance. I get my, I get my benefits. I don't I'm, have I'm, health insurance. I've got a pension. I'm all grand. I don't got a
1: pension. I hate you, Luke. Now I'm just mad. <laughs>
2: Well, do you know what I don't hate? I don't hate the <laughs> Wrestle Talk magazine, and this episode is sponsored by the Wrestle Talk magazine. You can get your copy of that in the click, uh, click the link in the video description down below. And we are running uh, quite a hefty promotion at this moment because you can get the Wrestle Talk magazine digitally for just one singular great British pound, or ten pounds, you can get an entire year's subscription. We have come up with the most affordable way to get to the Wrestle Talk magazine, and it is a superb way to support us here at Wrestle Talk. Our aim is to make the reader of the Wrestle Talk magazine the person in any wrestling conversation conversation that knows more than their friends about the business and it's true inner workings so get your copy today fabulous magazine it is uh get your
1: copy today to fund Luke Owen's day (laughs) off
2: thank you all I very much (laughs) appreciate it um Denise Salcedo here no days off uh right anyway Denise um main raw after mania I listened to your and Sean review of the show, and you, uh, and I think we were sort of all in a similar boat, really, which is just like, huh, I was expecting the show to be something bigger than it was, because it's the first proper Raw After Mania since 2019, it's a Raw After Mania in front of fans, it is coming off the back of two excellent nights of WrestleMania, and in the end, the show was there like it there wasn't it was really not a lot to talk about coming off the back of it which is shocking considering the raw after manias in the past
1: i'm not shocked whatsoever because this was one of the things that i was talking about i used to be the person that went to all the raw after manias i thought you know what if i'm going to wrestlemania i'm going to do the entire weekend i'm going to do all the manias i'm going to do you know the hall of fame smackdown raw i was that person that used to do like the whole bundle and so then i remember i went to two back-to-back raw after manias. And I remember thinking, Oh, man, I could have gone home earlier today. I didn't have to be here at this show, because there wasn't anything that really happened. And I remember doing that back to back. And then thinking, you know what, that's it next year, I'm not coming to raw after mania. And so I stopped coming to raw after mania. I don't I don't go anymore. That's it. And I wasn't expecting aside from the Cody Rhodes thing. I don't like Okay, going into the show, we had two things that we were looking forward to, and this is sad. Well, the second one is sad. Veer coming was really what people, were some people were looking forward to just because, you know, for sh** and giggles, right? And then the other one was Cody because you're wondering, okay, what's he going to say, this and that. Other than that, there wasn't anything else that was promoted for the show, anything else that you might have been like, oh, let's see what happens. So I think a lot of people were were running on the idea of like, okay, well, we got two really good shows for WrestleMania. This is the Raw Mania. Let's see if they keep that going. And they didn't but I personally was not surprised whatsoever because I had sat through those other raw after manias and been like, I could have gone home. So this time I went home.
2: Well, uh, also there we go, everyone. It took around nine minutes into the show for Denise to drop her first swear of the day. Uh,
1: (laughs) but it's like a, saying though it's a saying I know, it is. I know
2: it is dude you just don't say that saying on the show like it's it's fine denise i don't mind really i do it because it works <laughs> Look, i'm know.
1: gonna have a breakdown <laughs> on this show <laughs> what you're seeing here is a breakdown
2: <laughs> we are a family friendly show here denise um so i mean but I, I i agree with you to a certain extent i actually feel that there have been summer after manias though that have been like that at least have had newsworthy things coming out of them whether that has been. NXT call-ups whether that has been returns whether that has been debuts whether that has just been a big new storyline starting now I put up a tweet um, after Raw because I did a live stream reaction to it being like man that felt like a complete waste of time because that was three hours to promote Roman Reigns coming out and being like hey guys watch Smackdown on Friday and then leaving and like it was uh, and I got a lot of I I got a lot of heat from it from uh, WWE fans who were like it's called a cliffhanger And I would argue that that is... not a
1: cliffhanger.
2: Absolutely not a cliffhanger at all.
1: Uh, (laughs) They really argued with that, that it was a cliffhanger? No, my friends, that is not a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger is legitimately someone's about to, like, something is about to happen, and then they cut you off. I mean, you know this. I know this. A bunch of other people know this. Nothing happened. He literally just came out and said, hey, guys, watch SmackDown. That's (laughs) exactly it, right?
2: And they were promoting it throughout the show. Like, hey, you stick around the show, Roman Reigns is going to address the WWE universe. And his address was, I'll see you on Friday. So it felt like a complete waste of time. And I am not a guy that my Raw After Mania doesn't live or die by debuts, returns, or anything like that. I just need to know what the next phase of Raw looks like coming out of WrestleMania. So I just need some storylines, I need some new characters, I need that and the other. And I got none of that. What I got was like, I know MVP turned on Bobby Lashley and sided with a Moss, which I think should have happened at WrestleMania because I've already seen the good guy win. I have seen Bobby Lashley take a Moss off his feet and I've seen him beat him clean one, two, three. So I don't know why I should now care that MVP is siding with the other one. I've already exactly. seen Bobby win.
1: Yeah, exactly. So- oh my God. I put on Twitter that I thought it was a good idea to have MVP team up with Amaz because it would help Amaz a lot. And somebody was like, You just hate everything. You just hate Amaz. You hate this. You hate that. I was like, Ew, I don't have time for you. Bye <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, bye. It's
1: like one of those things, though. Like, I will literally praise a hundred things, right? One thing that in like,
2: <gasps>
1: murder, <laughs> murder.
2: And the other, you know, the Via thing. Yeah, I mean, Veer came out and he looked great because Veer's like, he's a very like athletic dude. He's got a really good look about him. But you could have done that debut two weeks after the is-coming promos, not six months after the is-coming promos. It would have had the exact same impact because he just beat up Dominic Mysterio, who lost in 90 seconds to The Miz. So like it, it nothing felt like it had any impact. The only real development of story that we got was Ezekiel, which I would argue is the best storyline in WWE right now.
1: Oh my God. And you didn't (laughs) get heat for that.
2: I thought it was so funny like when he came out and he was like no I'm Elias's younger brother I thought it was hilarious
1: it was so dumb it was so dumb (laughs) but it's one of those things where it's like it can either be so dumb that you're just like why am I wasting my time watching this turn off the channel or you can see it as this is so dumb and so ridiculous that I'm going to watch this trash fire and see what the hell is going on Luke I legitimately did not know that was Elias like had they kept the thing going for a bit and not tell us it was Elias I would have never known he looked so different it was night and day night and day difference I could not believe like I could not believe it
2: yeah when the name came up on the screen me and Pete first thought that Ezekiel Jackson was back uh <laughs> and then <laughs> it came out I had a little pause and I was like is that Elias uh, and we weren't sure but I was like I'm pretty sure that's Elias right
1: there. I thought it was LA Knight but with like hair extensions <laughs>
2: but uh coming off the back of Wrestlemania 38 um Sean Ross Sapp over at Four Slate to go and subscribe to they Slate a the fabulous service and a very good uh very good friend of ours despite his impression of me that he did on uh Fightful. yeah you
1: should be insulted
2: oh we we talked about it on the Raw oh, we talked about it on our own Raw podcast how did you feel uh, about it well you know I, I he talked about oh I okay he wouldn't be where he is without us i'm just i'm just gonna say it i he would not be wearing like we made him we made sean ross sap so he should oh, there's be thanking a lot of drama
1: <laughs> there's a lot of drama you know i just feel like i'm in a war and like i'm in the middle and there's sean throwing cannon like cannons like cannonballs, and then your guys are coming in here i'm stuck between the u.s and britain, britain going at it i'm just here like i just want world peace
2: <laughs> Please pay me. Yeah. Um, anyway, but anyway, Sean was reporting on Fightful Select. He's doing his Q and A show. People were asking, him, like, what the feedback was, like the backstage reaction to WrestleMania 38. And it was like it was universally positive. Like everyone, there. Were... I mean, this was a... this is a quote from the Q and A podcast. There are people upset they were not on the show and were not included. So there were people who weren't happy that they weren't on the card. But overall, there were people who really like everyone thought that WrestleMania 38 knocked it out of the park. However, this is a quote from Sean there were some people fearful after monday that it was backed to the same old same old but there is a growing sense of optimism and so that is basically like talent were like wrestlemania was great they show up for raw and raw's the exact same show it has been for the last 18 months and they're like ah oh. well we had our one good show but now we are just back to business as usual and these shows not really mattering
1: so here's my whole thought like when I was watching wrestling and night one in particular, because both nights, you know, both nights I thought were fine. Night one was obviously a whole lot better. Like it had so much, but night two was still fine, right? Um, okay, so as I was watching night one, I just, every, like every segment, every match that was going by, I kept thinking, oh man, this was good. This was good. This was good what the hell crawled up their butt that all of a sudden we're getting good programming what is happening here and I just remember thinking like after the show like damn you know WWE really needed a night like this they could not afford to drop the bomb because do you remember when we were talking about the Royal Rumble and how we were talking about them dropping the ball on a pay-per-view that casuals still tune in to actually watch and how big of a disappointment that show was and i guess like part of me was not you know i wasn't expecting like a trash fire show for wrestlemania but i wasn't expecting a wrestlemania show either and so like for me i just remember thinking like damn they really 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 did a good job on this like that wrestle, like night one WrestleMania had everything that I think a WrestleMania needs and I know that there was complaints about you know a match being cut and this and that but I'm like if you look at the bigger picture sometimes you have to look at the bigger picture I'm like dude this was such a win for WWE today they put on a good show top to bottom, even the car, even the matches that on paper, I was like, I don't really want to sit there and watch that. You know, even those matches ended up delivering. So for me, I'm like, if you kind of had complaints about night one, you're just looking to complain at this point. Okay. That's legitimately how I felt. I thought that night one of WrestleMania was a win night two. There were some things that were, you know, a little interesting, a little wonky. But for the most part, I thought that the show was, you know, it was good to consider. But here's the thing, though. I went into night two knowing that it wasn't going to be anything like night one. So I didn't have any like high expectations. I was just looking for the show not to put me to sleep. And it did not. I actually was interested in a lot that was going on. Um, So That's kind of how I felt about it. I thought they really needed a show like this, and on top of that, I did wonder. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they're gonna keep it this, you know, going for Raw after Mania, and uh, they really didn't, which we already talked about. So it is one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I guess we're back to our regular programming
2: that's exactly it but the interesting thing here is that we are now heading towards the smackdown after mania which you know is is you know nearly a week after wrestlemania happened and all of a sudden there are reports and rumors and the like about returns debuts nxt call-ups and this that and the other so like pw insider reporting lacey evans is going to be returning to smackdown today fightful reporting there's some nxt call-ups in the works um imperium being one of them uh walter and i think it's Marcel. It's I was going
1: to say, it's not I remember which one quit
2: the team. Yeah. So, like, Walter and Marcel Bartel might be called up as a tag team. Uh, there's talks of Raquel Gonzalez is going to get called up. There's talks of LA Knight getting a call up, though not as a wrestler, as a manager instead. And there's also reports from PW Insider that Cody Rhodes is going to be at the show today. There's no, I don't know if he's going to be on the show or wrestling on the show, but he is going to be at the show. He's going to be at the tapings backstage, might be in the dark match or something. Plus, there's also rumors that Asker and Bailey could be making their returns. There were pitches for Asker in the Rumble. So there's every chance that we might get all of this happening. The Walter and, uh, sorry, the Gunther and Bartel thing seems like quite a likely thing to happen. And all of a sudden you're like, you're looking at all those rumors and everything. And you're like, that's all the stuff that used to be on the Raw after Mania. But now because SmackDown's on Fox, it gets the bigger audience. This is really is telling you that SmackDown is the biggest show.
1: Uh, I don't have an issue with them doing that. I think that they should be building up SmackDown, especially SmackDown after Mania. And I get it for the... But here's the thing just because you're building up SmackDown doesn't mean you got to stomp all over Raw. Because at the exactly, end of the day, yeah, right? you still got, at the end of the day, you still got, you know, there's traveling people that, you know, saved up like, for the entire year to be at wrestlemania uh so you want to make sure you give them a good show you reward them to come back to next year's wrestlemania um but i don't have an issue with that on smackdown i want them to promote smackdown as a big show it should be promoted as a big show and they need to put better stuff on that show smackdown for me is the hardest show of the week for me to get through i can get through nxt 2.0 More than Smackdown certain weeks. There are certain weeks where I'm watching Smackdown thinking, man, I live in Los Angeles. I could be out having a blast on a Friday night. And here I am watching Smackdown. That's depressing.
2: So I find Smackdown to be the hardest show of the week to watch. uh, If only because nothing ever happens on it. Like if it, if it ain't Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, like ain't nothing happening. That go home show for WrestleMania was embarrassing. how How was it? oh my the, the the main event segment was happy talk what <laughs> what <laughs> yeah the main event segment was happy talk like i looked at the there was like 15 minutes left of the show and i was like wow they're gonna have to really cram in a brock lesnar roman reigns segment here somewhere because this can't be the main event but the main event was happy corbin with the sword and then drew mcintyre came out got the sword back and then that was it that was the go home segment before mania
1: Oh, my God. And on a a night like that where they were literally competing with everybody and their mothers, like everybody and their mother was running a show that weekend, that specific day, excuse me, that specific day, an hour, like big shows.
2: Absolutely right. And like I, I think for me, so uh, SmackDown I find to be a very difficult show. So I've got I've got no issues with them doing a lot of potentially big things here for the SmackDown After Mania. It should be. It's your season premiere, it's meant to be the real big start. You know, this is what's going to be the post-WrestleMania season in like. So yeah, NXT call-ups, returns, new storylines, new characters, developments. But I think they need that on RAW as well. RAW got a great number this week. A great number. It's better ratings in ages because of course it did. It's the RAW after Mania. But that show told me that. Nothing has changed, and all of those people that you may have got to stick around are not going to be there tuning back in next week.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. You need to start. You need to get it back into people's heads that you know good things can happen on this show. Like I feel like. Uh, You know, people are still regardless. It's going to be a while. People are still going to show up to the Raw After Mania because at the end of the day, it's just, you know, you're there. You're on a trip. You're on a vacation, especially for the traveling people. The people on TV might tune in, you know, feeling a little bit hopeful, but you need to get it in people's head that, hey, something good can happen. Like, I feel like they were probably just writing off the whole Cody Rhodes thing and thinking that that would be enough for today's show. I mean, for the Raw After Mania show. And it wasn't. Like, it was good. But they needed more for that. Like, they needed way more. And, like, even just, like, the Roman Reigns segment, he could have done anything else. He could have cut some ridiculous promo. I don't care. He could have literally done anything else other than just promote SmackDown. It left you thinking, like, oh, wait, the show's over? That's it? It didn't leave you yeah. with the, oh, my God, what a show moment. No, it was I, – I could only imagine, like, how I felt after that was, like, oh, Raw's over. Okay, I gotta okay time for a post show you know
2: yeah i mean we were like uh, watching it live right because i came into the fight for post stream afterwards to be like you know I was a boring i show. was wondering
1: and i was then, like why are you up
2: i was gonna say like you both are like why are you awake and i'm just like because i'm watching <laughs> yeah. this dang show live i don't know why people do this every week it's the show sucks to watch <laughs> and live. i watch
1: this show live luke like from five to eight oh i sit God. here and i'm like all right what's gonna happen today only so like at that. least like less than a handful of shows i've started like an hour or half hour late but for the most part i watch live every week
2: show started at 1 a.m in the uk oh. and it's three hours and like also you americans and your goddamn commercial breaks you <laughs> knock it off will you
1: <laughs> wait luke how do you think these shows get funded
2: i have got a z- i've got no problem with that hey there are channels over here that get commercials yeah we have channels over here that have commercials and they are funded by commercials
1: were you getting american commercials
2: no no no. we get british commercials it's just they're inserted when your american commercials are but like say for for example a game of football it's shown here in the uk you get a commercial break uh, before the kickoff starts and then you get one 45 minutes later and then that's yeah
1: no, and Rob gets if, a bunch of watching, commercial breaks. I know.
2: And if I'm watching a half-hour TV show on Channel 4 or ITV, I get one ad break at the 15-minute mark, and then that's it. We so get, like, get four. One. I know. And that's what <laughs> I'm saying. America, sort yourselves out. You don't need that many commercials.
1: Well, I don't know what to tell you, but the commercials are part of, you know, them making money on these shows, Luke. I can't you ta- are, are you trying are, to tell me like that Channel 4 shows either. aren't
2: making money?
1: How do you think I feel? I watched the same Pizza Hut commercial over <laughs> and over and over again. That's the sad part. They repeat the commercials multiple times. If they had different commercials, I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't mind it as much. But we get the same commercials over and over.
2: <laughs> Anywho, I'm just saying, sort yourselves out. Um, but uh, did you actually know, like, I was surprised to hear this. Speaking of the Cody Rhodes promo, that was a scripted promo.
1: I think he said it wasn't scripted on the bump. He said it was oh, from okay. the heart.
2: So, I mean, Sean said there was a Ringside News report that it was it was a scripted promo, and then Sean said in the Q and A show, "I can confirm what Ringside News said; it was a scripted promo." Oh, it and then you had Tony sound-
1: saying it wasn't scripted. It the- didn't
2: sound like it didn't sound like no,
1: that. it did it. But here's the thing, though, even if it was scripted. The way I see it is, like, I still feel that he conveyed the emotion. And I know that me and Sean kind of had that argument a little bit on Raw about, like, whether or not he felt the emotion was coming through. I did feel the emotion was coming through. And so for me, even though it was a scripted promo, here's the thing. If you can make a scripted promo and be able to still convey that emotion, that's, like, seriously, I can't even imagine doing something like that. Like, if someone scripts me and I'm supposed to convey emotions with somebody else's words, like, that's a hard job to do
2: so thumbs up so i mean to kind of conclude uh the the thoughts on this and the the raw after mania situation i i think it was an error i think what they did last this year was an error i think you needed a bigger show than what they had i think you needed to knock this out of the park and potentially keep people sticking around i think it is kind of indicative of what wrestlemania has become because when you look at who the big names coming out of wrestlemania on both nights it's logan paul it's Uh, brock lesnar it's roman reigns it's vince mcmahon it's steve austin it's johnny knoxville and none of those guys are then there on raw like and so like what you're left with is essentially the b team and the b team were the people to kind of like have to carry the three hours and i don't think that they managed it
1: yeah i mean they could have had they could have had austin come out and been like you know maybe talking about the match or something but see that's the thing that austin's different though he's like you know you want to Sprinkle him in because you know it's always a nice moment when he comes out and whatnot. Um, Johnny Knoxville, I'm sure, went back to his Hollywood life. Uh, same thing with Logan Paul. You know, people were just aching to get out of Texas and go back to Hollywood. <laughs> Did he sell <laughs> say
2: don't... I, I mean, I was gonna make that point actually when you said that night two was a bit hit and miss. I thought that Johnny Knoxville Sammy's A match was match of oh, the weekend. I love
1: that, I love that match. I thought it was so much fun, and that was it. I, I thought it was gonna be like a really bad SmackDown match. That's what I was expecting, but it ended up being like a WrestleMania moment memory. Like a couple of years from now, I will go back and watch that match again. You know?
2: 100%. I thought it was tremendous. And it's been even funnier seeing Dave Meltzer's reaction to it (laughs) because Dave Meltzer hated it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. It's not for. It's not going to be for everybody. No, that's the thing. Like everybody's going to have a different opinion. I feel like we're at the. I feel like now. Like, especially with social media, it feels like we almost have to all be identical or else people come after you and you're like a horrible human and you should die because you didn't like something that somebody else did. And that to me is just like ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't think people should be buried alive because they didn't like something. Like, as long as people aren't going out and saying like, Horrible things like Luke Owen, you should die because you're ugly and I hate you. Then okay, you know what? That's something to get heat about on social media. But like going out there and saying you don't like something or it just wasn't for you, stop murdering people over that.
2: Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. I thought that Dave's reaction to it was equally as hilarious. Uh, and I love the fact he also hated the Vince McMahon match because it wasn't well worked. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> oh guys, my god. There's
2: nearly a hundred.
1: Luke. When the whole Vince McMahon stunner thing happened, I finally got the meaning of bless his cotton socks.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) bless his cotton socks, he tried.
1: (laughs) I thought it right in my head. I was like, bless his cotton socks. I legitimately, I know Vince has his flaws. (laughs) He's, You know, you could argue he's a terrible person, this and that, whatever, right? I felt so bad for him during that moment. I was like, oh, no. I love, oh, how, they so bad. I I love how they re-edited it. I love how they re-really felt bad for him during that. But Austin, obviously, you know, with his laugh and kind of he had the atypical uh, Vince face, but it was just the worst thing I had ever seen happen, like in my entire life.
2: <laughs> oh God, it was so funny. Uh, Yeah, the re-edit of it on Raw was marvelous.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was so great. Um, They did a good job of like working around it too. It was like, he's going, freeze frame, (laughs) the bottom part, video.
2: Uh, Ro, let's get into your ultra chat. See what you have to say about this and the weeks in wrestling news, but also while you are clicking links, which you can do to support this channel and get your ultra chat in, you can get your copy of the Wrestle Talk magazine for just one great British pound. It's a fabulous price, it's one of the lowest prices we've ever had for one of our products here at Wrestle Talk. And you can get a whole year subscription for just 10 pounds. It's a fabulous sort of service. And we are trying to make the wrestle magazine as affordable for every single person as possible. That is a digital copy as well which comes out seven days before the print edition so you can get it early
1: hey look so i'm thinking about going to the uk by the end of the year <gasps>
2: are you where are you gonna go to
1: i don't know i haven't decided but i'm thinking about yeah. making a pit stop in london
2: if you if you are denise i would like to would, i'll go out for a You a pro- hey
1: you promised me a five course meal.
2: meal. I know I did promise you a five course meal. I don't care
1: with child without child. You promised me a five course meal.
2: I I did promise you a five course meal when you came to the UK. Yeah. I'm just
1: waiting for my passport. So just a heads up. I'm making my way over there.
2: It's good to know that you remembered that.
1: (laughs) What?
2: It's good. It's good to know you remembered my promise there.
1: Yeah. Oh, I remembered. I remember everything.
2: Okay, right. Well, you
3: know, I I,
2: I will stick by my promise. If you are able, if we're able to make it work, Denise, I will make you a five course meal.
1: (laughs) You're like, oh no, please, please hold Denise back. Don't, don't let her passport come.
2: No, I wouldn't deny you that.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why, if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: Um Laximham Narasimham B said what are you talking about Ezekiel will be over next week uh, just with that it was the one night when they them and uh, they normally cheer and vice versa nevermore that seeker's ever complete silence also SRS ain't using anyone anymore i guess after last week i i mean obviously we played the the GCW spot a lot um, on, on the Smackdown podcast because it was basically like, it was that Samoa Joe's debut. were like, well, these are the two most newsworthy <laughs> things that happened uh, on yeah, Friday night. Yeah,
1: gave you content to talk about.
2: You, you gave us content and it was delightful and we, had a, we have not stopped laughing at it. Uh, <laughs> but I also loved the podcast that you and Sean did. Uh, and I am gutted we did not get that Canadian Destroyer.
1: Oh my God, you don't even know how much anxiety I had. I had so much anxiety. And I show that clip on my vlog too, the one where Sean's telling me. And I'm like, no, shut up, Sean. And there's just a <laughs> so bunch of profanity. Good. There's just a bunch of profanity coming out of me. Like, that's it's who I so really good. am. Like that right there is just like <laughs> bad word, bad word, bad word. And then at the end of the vlog, I did apologize. <laughs> Somebody called me out on it. They were like, Denise, you literally cursed the entire vlog. And at the end, you were like, Oh, I'm so sorry for the curses. <laughs> but anyways yeah sorry. I legit it was so great it was so much fun but yeah we broke it down on that uh GCW uh podcast that we did and it was just one of those things where it came out of nowhere it happened and it was a once in a lifetime opportunity
2: at least you know where the hard cam is
1: yeah oh my uh- god freaking <laughs> Sean and we were arguing about this I kept telling him Sean this is where the hard cam's at and he's like yeah yeah I know he's all this is where. it's because here's the thing about Sean that you need to know when he's got it in his head that he's right there's no there's no arguing with them there's none i kept telling him sean the hard cam is over uh, right across the stage we're going and then he was like yeah yeah that's exactly what we're gonna do this is this, this and that and i was like but, sean, but, but uh, uh. and then it was just one of those things where i was like okay fine fine whatever you say fine
2: and you were right uh the mayor of painesville dan says hey luke hey denise glad to see some lovely lovely people doing well so let's talk about gunther They bring him to the U.S., they change his name, they change his iconic theme, they break up his group and they pin him clean on TV. Walter, please come home. Well, Dan, he may be coming to SmackDown tonight. And if he... Yeah, actually, let's quickly talk about that. So, like, you know, Gunther and Bartell may be debuting on the main roster tonight. And the rumor has it, as a tag team, and they're not pushing Walter as a singles guy, they're not going to put him in a big main event program, he's just going to be a tag team on Smackdown how do you feel about that
1: honestly I feel bad for Fabian Eichner because it's like your buddies are going off to Disneyland to go have fun and you're just there like womp womp what's gonna happen like that (laughs) sucks man like honestly you gotta think about that that really sucks and I don't I really wish that they could have just brought them up at their what they were you know already doing what we've already known them for and uh I will say I will say this though uh, Walter looks great man he has really gotten in shape uh, I got to talk to them at the Access thing, or not Access, the Media Day thing. And yeah, yeah. boy, they were super tall. It's like, wow, you're such a big man. You're all the way up there. I'm all the way down here. Uh, they looked great. And then uh, it was funny, though, because I think it was Marcel. Yeah, it was Marcel. He kept calling him Walter throughout the interview. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't so I was, you know, I, I, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, you still call him Walter. Okay, good to know
2: oh yeah some, there are some things you can't break i mean it's his real name as well um it should be pointed out as well because someone has mentioned this here redmond survivor saying that uh melt to said in the observer that they are probably going to be separate on the main roster but sean was saying on uh the q a show that they might be as a tag team as well so i guess plans are up in the air but man if i'm bringing walter up to the main roster i ain't bringing him in as a tag team with marcel bartel i know nothing against bartel because i think bartel is awesome but like you say i bring them up as a threesome and I have Eichner and Bartels, the tag team. And I have Gunther as the singles guy. That is the way forward right there.
1: Yeah. That's exactly how I would have done it. Bring three guys up. You feed the singles division and you feed the, uh, the tag team division, tag division
2: yeah uh, jamel fleming says good morning dad and the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment do you feel an off season would benefit times like these where excitement peaked at wrestlemania now everything seems to be uh, seems to lull in comparison even if it was just two weeks or maybe a month jam that jam hashtag peanuts Isn't it always
1: like this, though? It's always like, you know, the lead-up to wrestling. From January to WrestleMania, it's like, you know, you got the Royal Rumble. Everyone's feeling psyched. You're excited about that. Then there's kind of this, like, like period where you don't get anything after that. I mean, like, who's really excited for WrestleMania Backlash? I don't even know what day it is. I don't even know.
2: It's May 6th, I think.
1: (laughs) Is it till May? Yes, May. When's Money in the Bank?
2: uh, June.
1: June? Okay, well, I'm excited for Money in the Bank. Like, I'm not going to peak until Money in the Bank. That's the what bank, I'm looking right. forward to. Okay, so then there's all this time until from here until Money in the Bank that... That's really when I know things are going to start picking up again. And then, okay, after that we got SummerSlam and that's going to be, you know, your nice summertime stuff. And then after that, you know, you got to wait for your, other, you know, you got, well, Surviv- do you still get, it? I don't get excited for Survivor no, Series I, I, I think
2: I think you're right. Like, I think you have that period of like January to WrestleMania is sort of like this big peak of interest. And then that interest slightly goes down, peaks back up again at SummerSlam and then dips massively off between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble. Like the second half of the year is usually when WWE stopped Trying because they don't care about Survivor Series, and it, and I don't know why we do either. Uh, and that is when like there's a real lull in, in in interest and and efforts put forth.
1: I've lost track of how many times I've yawned today. <laughs> it's it's all right, against I'm, you, it's, Luke.
2: No, I know it's I'm no, I know so it's not. I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm sorry I'm that like- I have to like. I'm sorry I have to blow my nose and they're like
1: so you're yawning. Y- you know, I'm yawning y- and you're blowing your nose and rubbing your eyes. This is a disaster.
2: Oh, I'm an absolute <laughs> mess as well. Uh Tenraza, AEW on New Japan. Huh? AEW on New Japan World.
1: I don't know what he's referring to. New Japan
2: world. What is this? Um Oh, there's three hours ago. AEW Dynamite and Rampage are coming to New Japan World in Japan. There you go. AEW program is being added to New Japan World. Oh, wow. That's fun. That is fun. That's very cool.
1: Did AEW uh, just announce them. that right now?
2: That uh, was like three hours ago they made the announcement. Oh, okay. I
1: wasn't even up three hours ago.
2: Nope. I was watching Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares three hours ago and editing a podcast. Um okay. anyway, so Ten Ros continues. Um Noah didn't bring in Michael Elgin I'm scared for Asuka to come back I know she won't be used properly Rampage seems like the hottest show tonight I'm thinking the future of New Japan is bright On the road to Wrestle Kingdom Yeah, it's a big Rampage tonight Apparently that um, John moxley Wheelie yuta match is awesome I've heard it's really, really good I'm
1: looking forward to it I'm glad because yeah. there's some rampages where I'm like, oof, they gave me nothing to talk about today.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, 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 well, we got- Swerve's cool, I guess, but apart from but, that. And then like- it's
1: like, okay, then there's nothing happening on SmackDown. And I'm like, dude, I got three hours of shows and I have like five things to talk about. How is that yeah. even possible?
2: Uh, right DR. Uh, hey, yo. I fear that SmackDown is be uh, was fully butched uh, up Pete Dunne. Sorry, I fear that SmackDown has fully butched up Pete Dunne. If the joint manipulation and British Strong Style remain, then what's in a name? Sadly, this scrappy Dunne seems to be a, a herald of doom. Love you guys. the knees, Jam that jam, dude. I don't know what they did to my beautiful boy when I was watching WrestleMania and this scrappy do prick was dancing around the outside. Well, let me at him. Well, let me at him. I was like, that ain't my Pete Dunne. That is not my Peter Dunne. What have you done with him? This is, give me my Pete Dunne back. I was so, I think I was, no, I wasn't more upset that they beat the New Day because I was, I was more upset that they beat the New Day in 90 seconds. That sucked particularly because it was like a tribute to Big E. But very close second to that was my beautiful boy, Pete Dunne. It was very
1: obsessing. He, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I thought I thought he, I completely, I, I predicted his future and I could not be more wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, Tyler Robinson said, I agree with Ollie that it seems WWE is learning on bringing celebrities in for matches for one big pay-per-view. It got me thinking: If WD does do a pay per view in the UK, which they are, they're doing it this summer. Who is a celebrity that everyone hates like Logan Paul, James Corden, or Mr Blobby? James Corden is too oh my American. God, please,
1: James Corden. He's he too American. A, when did he now. get heat over there?
2: Uh, oh if if james corden came out here he would get massive heat he would actually be like one of those guys you know in the summer when they brought logan paul in and thought he's going to be a massive baby face and the crowd booed him out of the building if they brought james corden he would get booed out of that stadium massively maybe they should bring him in because it'd be hilarious to see
1: i would love to see it oh my god it would be like the best thing ever I'd be so excited yeah. for it i'm pushing for it i'm rooting for it if vince mcmahon calls me i'm gonna tell him do everything you can to get james on that's it that's all i'm gonna say
2: someone just said in the comments boris johnson i'm not sure you could call boris johnson a celebrity but yeah it's not a bad shout to be fair he would probably get booed out of the building as well i don't know
1: who that is who is that
2: that's our prime minister
1: oh my bad (laughs) sorry prime minister
2: (laughs) it's all right you should never apologize to him he's the worst oh Uh,
1: good. not sorry prime minister yeah,
2: no. I mean, he's not sorry for any of the bad things that he does, so I would be sorry for him Maybe either. Maybe he can get one uh, of the
1: princes, like Prince Harry. He seems like he'd do it. Would Prince, would Prince Harry or Prince
2: William get booed? I mean, Prince William's obviously in the States now, but would Prince Harry get booed? I don't think Prince No, Willie I think would he'd get, get loved. I think he would get a lot of love because we like Prince. We like Wills. We like Wills and Kate. So I think I think they would probably get likes. Having said that, we're also the UK. So you could bring out any celebrity, even if a celebrity we like, we'll probably still boo them anyway, because we're just jerks. What if and they then get the queen
1: like... to make a cameo?
2: <laughs> they got the queen to come out. What if I, you I, get I, it, like I...
1: a moment between the queen and Vince McMahon where they're like eyeing each other and like Vince is like, ooh, and then the Queen is like, ooh.
2: I would love for the queen to take a stone cold stunner. Like that is.
1: Oh my God. she's like a hundred now, isn't she?
2: Oh like... yeah, I mean, she's older than Vince's, but like I reckon she could probably sell a stunner better.
1: Dude, oh my God, I I would be terrified. I don't want to see no like you know anything go down <laughs> in the ring that I don't want to see. <laughs> but I would love for the queen to. I would mark out so hard, and she ain't even my queen. <laughs>
2: uh Tales p says Wait, do you guys um,
1: like the queen yeah huh? Um, like queen? i mean are I'm, you allowed I'm, to even say that if you don't you'll get beheaded i,
2: I think I'm, i might get beheaded if i say okay it, never like mind
1: you love the I'm, queen
2: but i i yeah I, I, in all seriousness I'm, I'm indifferent uh to okay. the royal family like uh, you know some of them are fine some of them are terribly the worst uh prince andrew is legit the worst um but you know i i'm indifferent to the queen i think she's a lovely person i just i i am not i don't have that attachment to the queen
1: I see. I thought everybody just loved the Queen.
2: Yeah, well, you know, she's yeah, she's a match. She's all right. Uh, Tails P said, um, what they wanted with Hit Row, they could have had with Imperium, but for some reason, they want another foreign tag team to lose to the New Day. Uh, uh, legit yeah. Underboss, if Fabian Eichner is still in NXT and gets a name change, do they put him with Tony D'Angelo? I think uh, I would be done with that show if they did that.
1: Put who with Tony D'Angelo?
2: Fabian Eichner.
1: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it, it could. Uh, no, I was gonna say it could work, but then I was like, no, it can't work. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Uh, Ma- Marcel Arts says, "Hey, Denise, do you recognize my name?" Short break for answer. What is it again? Marcel Arts.
1: Yeah, he sponsored me for Mission Pro. Thank you so much.
2: He's a good guy. We're. Yeah, I remember everything exactly he um, once sent us a drink uh, a german drink that uh, we tasted and we were like oh it tastes like apples because it tasted like apples and marcel uh, he must have been like it does not taste like apples and we were like no dude it really does so anytime like he's one of our patron back call- his nickname is how do you like them apples marcel Jura?" uh because now what he is it supposed
1: to taste like, like-
2: uh, and it tastes like apples it tastes exactly like apples it's not like not like cidery apples but it well it's like an apple liqueur type thing it was very delicious it was very nice
0: oh good stuff um,
2: good stuff anyway marcel continues uh i'm the one who sponsored you for mission pro wrestling uh please talk a little bit about your experience there and your time will you be doing more wrestling commentary in the future i have not caught up yet with bangers only how was it
1: it was a good show it was a good show i had to leave uh I didn't get to watch the semi-main event or the main event because I had to leave. But um, I did get to call the first six matches, which was really fun. Um, it was a good time, you know. It was a really nice event. You know, we had a good turnout. I think there was just like a lot of people, you know, a lot of the girls that showed up were just like really ready to put on a good show. And you could tell. And it was so much fun. And I'll- yeah, I'll continue. I'm, I'm officially uh, one of the commentators for Mission Pro Wrestling. So it'll just continue forward until, you know, I decide not to be, or they decide not to be, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good time. It's a good time.
2: Uh, he also continues to say, can you cut a promo on Lufisto since I had to choose between you and this living legend keep up the good work as it clearly pays off.
1: No, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is like a living legend. I could never, like, I could not lace up her boots. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, 10 rosa said has Cone, uh, has cody replaced don callis as the most carny pos in the wrestling business can we trust what he says he seems like to be the worker of all workers don't think i could take him seriously again look i'm in the uk in july and august uh, buy me a drink uh, uh, sorry a drink on me no five course dinner needed thanks 10 rosa
1: i was gonna say you're gonna have a social a full social calendar
2: Oh, I know. Yeah. Like I was talking to um, Angela from Hobby Night. She said she might be coming into the UK at some point this year as well. It'd be great.
1: Ooh, you have a bunch of know. visitors.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. I um, mean, you
1: could invite me over for a five course meal. Treat me to some fun and games since you like to do your board game stuff. We could play oh, oh, Denise.
2: Denise, when you come, to, if you come to the UK you you're gonna get a night on the towels with us you're gonna have a great until you're too tired and you have to go back to your hotel room or i'm too tired and i have to go home um but we (laughs) will have have (laughs)
1: we're
2: gonna have a great time um yeah i I want to go
1: and like spin in the london eye go on the london eye a bunch of times
2: yeah i mean i wouldn't say you spin in the london it's a very slow it's a very slow moving thing
1: yeah but you circle around is there any fast roller coasters in london or is it just
2: no 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 we don't have any Little theme meal. parks here um oh. so if you want to go to it you'd have to go to like Chessington World of Adventures or Thorpe Park which is slightly outside of like they're they're a bit further out like, they're like a few hour drive away from London maybe we have like 50
1: away. theme parks here
2: I know we don't we don't really have them here like we've got Thorpe Park we've got Chessington World of Adventures and what's the other one um Alton Towers but yeah they're miles away from London Oh, I can take you to Blackpool. Like, if you want to go to Blackpool, we can go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. That's got a wicked roller coaster there. The Pepsi Max Big One. I actually haven't said that. I'm not sure. I, I went on the Pepsi Max Big One in 1995. I don't know if it's still there, but I loved it when it was there.
1: I don't know, but I need to see more. So I'm planning on it. Don't worry, I'll hit you up.
2: Jenny Davis said, I've recently decided to change uh, my major to English with writing and a minor in communications. I'm thinking that I could try and pursue a writing job in WWE, especially since I have a relative who has connections there. Do you think this is a
1: good idea? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think that like, first of all, if you want to do it, then you do it. Mm -hmm, That's it. That's all I think. If you want to do it, you do it.
2: Yeah, that is what I would say. It's just that we've
1: heard bad horror stories about that. That's the only reason why I'm like, huh, hmm. Yeah,
2: there aren't many many former WWE writers that come out and be like, I had a great time working there.
1: But that's the thing, though. Like, you know, there's so many times where people will be like, you know, this is a terrible place to work. This is a terrible place to work. But if it's your dream and that's what you want to do, then you find that out for yourself. You know, you can't let somebody else's, like, opinion sway you from like going out to doing something that you want to do because just because somebody had like a bad experience doesn't mean you're gonna have a bad experience you know so i say do it do what you want to do
2: uh phoenix says hello luke and denise can you shout out my beautiful partner skylar no specific reason i just think she's great
1: thanks Hi, skylar you sound great
2: yeah, you do sound great uh, Simham says, Luke, if you need days off Any time of the year, just take inspiration from Retribution And tell Ollie, I'm under contract I can do whatever I want If I need time off, I'm time- taking time off Hopefully by the time Denise reaches London Adam will have lost enough board game club For that promised game of Monopoly That would be the, most, oh, that's be the best true. payoff That would be the best payoff To all of that
1: Yeah, I think Adam's avoiding me though He has. He wants nothing to do with me
2: oh well i mean you got you're doing a show with him next week he literally can't avoid you then
1: yeah i know it's gonna be great
2: trapped him um and, and in fairness as well i just want to the reason i have not the reason i'm not taking time off is my own choosing like i have been the one to do i it's not been anyone making me do this i have decided i was working on these days i needed to film some stuff for the my gm series i've said some stuff i needed to do and i was like i've got a whole week off next week so i can take you know i can recover then and i can take some time off down the line
1: nice you deserve it
2: thanks man uh denise have you got anything that you would like to plug before we get out of here
1: um just the youtube channel youtube.com slash denise salcedo please go there uh 12 new videos have been uploaded roh media scrums cody presser uh interviews with WWE talent my wrestlemania vlog uh all of that good stuff go check that out that's all there and then twitter at underscore denise salcedo i am just a couple of like thousand followers away from 69k
2: nice uh, I I am still at 31,000, which is where I was the last time I spoke to you. I <laughs> haven't not grown.
1: Luke, that's because you haven't tried.
2: I had a tweet that had over 4,000 likes. That's massive for me.
1: And huge. what was it? I didn't see that it.
2: I, that was the one where I said, like, Raw was a bit boring this week.
1: Did you get heat?
2: Oh, yeah, that was when I got massive heat for. That's when people were telling me, it was like, it's called a cliffhanger. Like, if you if you'd oh, you it. Oh, that's where you were
1: getting that. I thought it was on, yeah. the, like, the podcast chat.
2: Oh, no, no, it was on Twitter. It was on the Twitter machine I got that.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) I told you, like, that's not something to be murdered about. If you thought it was boring, so let you think it was boring. Let's say I thought it was a great show. If you thought it was boring, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't be friends with Luke anymore because he thought the show was boring.
2: Uh, I know. I would say all the people that had a pop at me for it and be like, you know, you need to learn how TV works. It's called a cliffhanger. Roman's injured, which apparently he actually is. And these people
1: know how TV works.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh you click onto them none of them follow me so they're people of who course. have seen from, they've been tweet and they contact me that way so i'm happy to be at thirty-one thousand because i'd rather yeah. just have cool people follow me no you there. know it's
1: terrible when you have people talking sh- to you and then you check and they are following you <laughs> that's how i am that's my level.
2: I never get that Sean moment where you get to do the little repost that says follows you never get that.
1: Oh my God. There's an, I'm not no longer burning people because I've come to the conclusion that I have more to lose than they do. So I'm at this like no response type of thing, but oof, there's been some good ones where I'm like, oh, I can make you feel so bad right now, but I would, then I'm going to look like the villain. And that's what happens to you. You're not allowed to defend yourself on social media. Cause then you're the devil.
2: Oh, especially not Denise. You're a woman. You're not know, allowed to yourself. Oh defender, no, of so. course.
1: No, I just cannot.
2: Also, Denise, thank you as we round off this show for our second swear of the episode. It was great. I it was great. To... We started the episode with one, and we ended the world, ended the show with one. It was great.
1: I didn't say anything.
2: You did. You dropped an S bomb.
1: No, I did not.
2: You did.
1: Now you're just hearing things.
2: Yeah, you, you did, and it was nope. brilliant. Thank you, Denise, and thank you to everyone who's watched the show today. Denise, I'm going to assume that your plans for this weekend are to just relax and do nothing. No. Oh, Denise.
1: So because I do these trips, I get behind on my work. I am so behind on my work right now. It's not even funny. Like there's nothing crossed off of my to-do list. Like everything, there's like one little thing, another little thing. Uh, So I have that to do. And then this Saturday, I'm going to go see Billie Eilish in concert. So I can't wait for that. And then on Sunday is my little brother's birthday. So we're taking him out to dinner. On top of that, I got to catch up on my work. And every single day I'm doing something for the wedding too. So it's just like, there's a lot going on. There's no time for time off.
2: There really is, like, you are no days off, Denise Salcedo. No,
1: no, none. Like and what's Mac worse Caroma. is that it's kind of getting a little hot right now in L.A. And yesterday I went to, like, to Costa Mesa, which was, like, a like less than one hour drive. But it was a lengthy drive. And I had an appointment there. And I came back. And I was just so, I got so much sun that I had to like take like a 20 minute nap. Like the second, because oh, yeah. I'm not used to being out anymore since I'm always inside working. So I feel like I, I'm like a vampire. I get like one touch of the sun and I'm like, oh no, you yeah, know? Yeah.
2: Gotta get that little siesta in. Like, yeah. That little siesta nap.
1: I, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like turning into just like this pale person.
2: Like, so last night was, I, the kid isn't still isn't sleeping well at the moment. Why not? Uh, She's you know, she's a bad sleeper. Like I, I've been reading these things where it's like there is no such thing as a good or bad sleeper with kids. I can tell you this for free. My kid is a bad sleeper. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't sleep for massive periods of time. She's struggling to link sleep cycle together. So she'll sleep for like mm-hmm. forty five minutes and then she'll wake herself up and then be like, "Well, I'm awake. Why didn't you put me back to sleep?" So we gotta like we next week on my week off, we're gonna be sleep training the kids so that she can fall asleep on her own independently. And it's going to be awful because she's going to just be screaming the whole time.
1: How do you sleep train?
2: Uh, it's essentially you just put it down into the cot and then you leave. And then, oh, so you're like, going to let her
1: cry it out?
2: You know, uh, yeah, we're going to let it cry her out. There we times like we give it for a certain period of time, then we go in, do not make eye contact, do not say anything to the kid. You just sort of like try and calm her down and then walk out again. purpose is you got to make sure that they know you are leaving the room. And, that it's is
1: so be, sad. I
2: well, I know, but like it, it needs to be done because she only sleeps for forty-five minutes sometimes at night. and Then I've got to go back in there and try and like uh, shush her back to sleep, and I'm tired hell, because of WrestleMania She is nah, nearly seven months old. She'll be seven months old this month.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
2: So she should be like so. My my mum uh, used to work. My mum was a um. What's uh, the one I'm after? She was a um... midwife. Yes, thank you. She was a midwife um you probably know her better than i do so my mom used to be a midwife so my mom has seen like lots of kids over the years and she told me that i was a bad sleeper like i was really bad my brother was great but i was really bad so she clearly takes after me and my mom and dad tell me these horror stories because my mom... karma
1: luke karma. well maybe it
2: is because my mom used to work nights because she was a nurse and she was a midwife and she would come home and i would just be screaming down the house and my dad would just be like oh he hasn't slept at all this night because he's just been looking for you and then I would be put down in the car. I would look up my mum, see she was there, and then fall asleep. And like, really? Apparently, you I was just a just put na- a
1: picture of her and held it up to oh, you. I
2: know. Apparently, I was a nightmare, absolutely like awful, awful baby. And then my mum's here at the moment, and she was like, "You were never this bad." And I'm no. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no! Well, my was.
1: Whatever you are, your kid is going to be ten times worse. So if like you were a bad sleeper your baby is going to be 10 times worse. If you're rebellious, your baby is going to be 10 times worse. They say this, like this is a thing.
2: Okay. So if I was like, a, if I was a nerd at school, does that mean that like, she's going no, to be 10 the times negatives. more Only the negatives. I was the negatives. Okay. Very <laughs>
1: only the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is so sad though I don't know how you do it I don't know well, how that's you're it.
2: gonna do it I, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm just like so massively tired at the moment uh, but last night I felt so bad about this because obviously my wife is like my wife's also not sleeping either uh, I was exhausted just got the better of me and I collapsed into the bed and I just slept and I woke up at one point to to put the kid back to sleep but apart from that I was conked out I didn't wake up a single time that she cried and like my wife had to do everything last night i felt so guilty about it this morning
1: well now you owe her a favor
2: i do i do and it's why it's good that i've got next week off um, yeah. because it means i can just spend time with them and i can help out the house and i can do this that, and the other and it'll be good i can give something back
1: exactly you got to pay your dues luke you just can't exactly. be chilling about the house
2: absolutely not i think it would be terrible for me to do such a thing um <laughs> uh, but denise uh i think we have to draw this to an end there thank you so much as always for joining me uh as mentioned it'll be team uh what did you what do you and uh team Dam? damn Team Dan will be next week. Uh, The anti-chemistry returns. So uh, I cannot wait to listen to the podcast version. Denise, as always, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who has listened to this show. We will see you tomorrow and next week. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.